have such sights to show you. Do you love horror? Do you love sci-fi? If so, you've come to the right place. Each week we'll discuss, dissect, and or shit all over the movies we love and also love to hate. I'm Ken and I'm with... Doug. Matt. Josh. And together we are the Horrify Podcast. And one more thing, we are not safe for work or for the faint of heart. Hi and welcome to the Horrify Podcast. It's been a couple weeks. We're back. We're back. For probably a week, and then we'll probably be gone for a couple more weeks, <laughs> yeah. and then we'll be back. And it's been busy. We, we have all been busy. Um, I know that Matt's been working on uh, getting his PhD in chemistry, and uh, I've been donating all my time at a soup kitchen. Um, Doug actually uh, runs a uh, animal shelter. Um, he houses um, kittens who've been abandoned. Yeah. And uh, Josh has been mowing his neighbor's lawns uh, for twenty dollars a yard. <laughs> so we've been really busy. I'm um, rich. Yeah. Sorry about that. It's been great. Actually, no. That's not what's happened, as you know. Life gets in the way, guys. Yeah, it does. <laughs> you know, We're got, busy, damn it. You know what got in the way? Dad power. Dad, dad power. <laughs> dad stuff. We're trying to bring you content. Shit's weird right now. Yeah. But we're here. Yeah. Recording. We're all, we're all healthy and sane, mostly. Yeah. Except for Matt. Producer Matt is not sane in any way. That's bullshit. <laughs> That's bullshit. He's here. He's here. Yeah, hey, I'm here. What the hell? By the way, guys, he, today he we're... He shows we're, up week to week. That's well, all you can ask of Matt. Yeah. He shows up. He does show up. You know, 80% of life is just showing up. It's true. You don't have to contribute. Yeah. You just got to be here. Yeah, you got to be present to contribute, right? <laughs> so. Hey, you're my brother's favorite panelist. Oh, that's right. No yeah, shit. I heard. I don't know Wow. why or how, but... Okay, he thinks Sweet. you're funny. Isn't your brother's favorite movie Forrest Gump? <laughs> no. Oh. No, but he did also love Turbo Kids. So. Oh, 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 man. Oh, oh shit. Good guys, man. good man. Guys, today we're talking about Super 8. That's right. From 2011. You guys remember Super 8 P- listeners? Yeah. <laughs> they don't. Yeah. Remember <laughs> Super 8? You want to call? Him? You remember that? Text me. Let me call one of you up real quick. <laughs> So this was directed by J.J. Abrams. Shit. Hmm. Hmm. Real hit and miss guy. Mostly miss. Uh, mostly miss. J.J. <laughs> has done a couple things that I really, really like. Um, what's that? What's the movie where they're in the bunker with Cloverfield Lane? Yeah, that's great. Yeah, I really enjoyed I that. I really liked oh, it. Oh shit! He it's did the best of those three movies for sure. There were three of them. Did he do that one? Yeah. Did he? Like, oh, I don't shit. remember if it was did him he? that. Because I know he created the universe of Cloverfield with the first movie. I thought he did that. Oh, he... But I don't remember if he... Hang on. Wrote, wrote slash directed? Yeah. He better have, or else I'm really going to hate on him. He may, he may have produced. 10 Cloverfield he, Lane. Yeah, he's produced a lot of shit. No, he didn't do it. Yeah. That's why it was good. That's why it was so awesome. Yeah, it was good. That one was the that good was one. That was directed by uh, Dan Trachtenberg. Oh, yeah. great man. Hey, guess what, J.J.? Your stock went down, buddy. <laughs> the one movie you liked. Well, oh, holy shit. Hey, I like this movie, but... No, this yes, movie got is... got problems. This, this, this movie's well-crafted, and it's fine. But let's talk about J.J. sucking for a minute, okay? Yeah. yeah J- sure. J.J. is competent, <laughs> and he knows what he's doing, and I'm sure he's great with people on set, and he can get everything organized, and, and the investors movies, love him. His movies look great. Everything yeah. looks good. 
but he's it's cheap, right? Mm-hmm. He's taken what we already love and cheaply thrown it back on our fucking faces. <laughs> yes. Hey, Josh, you like Snickers bars? Guess what? Here's a Snickers wrapper. Remember these? <laughs> right? Here's a Snickers bar with more peanuts. Just think of think about his his Star Wars film. Let's let's talk about this. Christ. Okay. <laughs> at the time, I'll say this: at the time when I first watched it, I loved it. Because all it was... Because you were dying for Star Wars. I was dying for Star Wars, and all it was was a rehashing of A New Hope. Mm-hmm. When when I saw Starkiller Base, I almost fucking punched the person next to me <laughs> in the theater, which was my wife, and she would not have appreciated that. But I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, there's a million other things JJ could have done, but JJ like, let's, let's be as safe as possible. Mm-hmm. I'm going to yeah. design... BB-8 on a napkin at a cafe. That's what I'm going to contribute to this movie. Now, granted, the shit he did with Han was great. Han's, you know, it's Harrison Ford. Right. The guy's the shit. Right. And I love the cast. Everything was fine, but it just, it, its rewatchability is poor. He's very safe. That's that's the perfect way to put it. Too safe. Mm-hmm. No originality. Yeah. None. And and cannot and cannot finish a thing properly. <laughs> it's it's like he kind of understood the Star Wars stuff. But ultimately, when you when you watch those movies, I'm like, he kind of gets it, but no, he doesn't. Yeah, so, what, about, what about the Star Trek movie? So I like his Star Trek I movie. I love the first Star Trek movie. The first movie. one was yeah. good, yeah. It's um, got some great shots, like mm-hmm. when when the ship comes up through the clouds. That's such Super an amazing cool. shot. Mm-hmm. Um, the cast, again, and that film was great. It's well-directed. There's not there's lens flares for days. <laughs> yeah, like, of course. Not as yeah. bad as this movie, oh, but there's lens flares. And... <laughs> that's you know that's probably is my favorite of his movies, and a lot of Star Trek people hate it, and I I can appreciate that, but it didn't wreck Star Trek, right? Yeah. The next two films did that by themselves. Yep. Yeah, <sighs> <laughs> yeah, I, we have talked about that in the past. I think that if I met JJ in the street, I'd be like, "Hey, JJ," and I'd just keep walking. <laughs> yeah. Hey. Hey, you're hey. JJ. Like you, I don't hate you well, or anything. See you later. Yeah. <laughs> Big gulps, huh? Yeah. See you later. I mean, even his name is boring. JJ. JJ. Yeah. I almost feel like packaged. <laughs> I didn't care to. I didn't care to look about Super Eight, but I almost think that the, the chubby kid who's the filmmaker somehow JJ's like that was me as a kid. Yeah, that's yeah. me. I, I was thinking that, that was, when I was watching this movie, yeah. I'm like, that is him, because he's got all the posters on the wall. You yep. know, you see the Dawn of the Dead poster and yeah. Some of the other old horror movies. I'm like, that was JJ. Was JJ a fat kid? I don't know. Okay, so if I saw him on the street... Weren't we all? No. (laughs) (laughs) I'd say, hey, JJ. By the way, was that fat kid supposed to be you? And then when when he answered, no matter what he said, he'd be like, okay, see you later. (laughs) Don't care. By the way, uh, freight trains don't travel that fast, you fucking idiot. Keep walking. We'll get into the freight train thing. (laughs) So this movie has a large cast, okay? It's it's a... uh, how would you describe it? It's a... Uh, ensemble. An ensemble. Thank you, Josh. Yes. It's a robust ensemble. It is. So let's let's go through kind of the kids in this movie and, and you know, how they compare to kids in other movies because all these characters can be found yes. in other kid adventure movies. In fact, Doug, name some kid adventure movies for us. Uh, we have The Outsiders, which is mm. one of the originals. What year is that? Uh, when did that come out? 70-something. Yeah. Hmm. Thanks for the accurate <laughs> yeah, answer. I don't, I don't know. We know the, de- the decade. I actually just watched it like two weeks ago. Pretty, did it hold up? Yeah, it's fine. I don't know that I've seen that in so long. It like, was fine. I think I read the book, but didn't watch the movie. Huh. Huh, it's okay. Yeah. 
What else you got? Stand by me. Ah, yes. One, which I actually just watched a couple days ago, ago, and it really does hold up. Yeah, oh, it's yeah. A, still a great movie. Yeah, yeah. Good you know, one. you know who my favorite character in that movie is? <laughs> Wesley Crusher. <laughs> All the oh, other yeah, Star Trek this... dorks will get that. Matt oh. just looked at me with blank eyes. Yeah. He's like, "Who is that?" My Star Trek. What? Will Wheaton? Will Wheaton? Wheaton. Wesley Crusher. Okay. All right. You know who his mom was, right? Beverly Crusher. God damn. You know, I didn't think she was attractive back in the day. <laughs> but when I watch Next Generation now, <laughs> send me the sick bay. You know what I mean? Oh, shit. Was his dad. <laughs> was his dad Richard Crusher? <laughs> no, his dad was, wasn't on board. <laughs> I like that. Oh, that's funny. I didn't even get it. Fuck. Look at you. Yep. That was the that was the Trekkie in me not understanding. Yeah, like, well, actually, I just like to talk about lasers and stuff. Oh, you made a choke. Oh, <laughs> Richard is also known as Dick, which leads us to penis. <laughs> it was a peen Shut joke. Up, <laughs> what else we got, Doug? Adventures in babysitting. Ooh, Elizabeth Shue. That's a fun oh, one. At the height of her babysitting powers. Yeah, that I movie's would, awesome. I wish she was my babysitter when I was a kid. Hey, mm-hmm. that takes place in my hometown too. Uh, yeah, Chicago. really. Shy city. Yeah. Hey, shout out to Chicago. Aren't they on the ledge of the? One building with the slanted roof, slanted glass roof. <laughs> They're on the slanted roof building. In it's like Chicago. a famous building. It I is. don't know Sears what it Tower is. or whatever. No, I don't know. That's not the Sears Tower, but no, uh, that's not. the only building I know. I in can't Chicago. remember the name and of that the damn building. It's in the shot of like every movie made in Chicago. It's, it's an iconic in our skyline. Gotcha. What else we got? Uh, the Sandlot. Uh, yeah. yeah. F- filmed in the town we're sitting in right yep. now. Filmed yeah. in Sandy, Utah, parts of it. Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. The Sandlot is in West Valley. Uh, well, it was. They just recently no. renovated it. Well, put, put a house on it. The store is in Midvale. Yeah. Oh, there's a store in Midvale? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Like historic Midvale with That's Vincent right. Drug. I, I thought yep. the Sandlot. It's still there. Mm-hmm. I thought the Sandlot oh, was in Sandy. No, I think the Sandlot is in So we don't know what the West fuck we're Valley. talking about. The pool's in Ogden. Okay, well, hey, you know what? It was filmed in Utah, yeah. so fuck off. What yeah. else? <laughs> I got Monster Squad. Nice. Which I actually also just recently watched. That's a fun watched. one. Yeah. yeah. I would recommend it for We're going to do that families. on the podcast. Sure. At some point. Yeah. Like, like when we record in 10 years. We ought to. Yeah. We got Stranger Things, of course. Stranger Things did it. The nostalgia right thing. Correct. Mm-hmm. They did it right. Yeah. New, interesting content. The 80s themes that we all love. The, the You know, the character types, everything. Yeah, they they nailed it. Stranger Things did what this movie was trying to do, but they have the longer time span to actually finish a plot. Yes. And a great score from the band Survive. Yeah. What else? We got The Lost Boys. Oh, Lost Boys. That's a good one. Yeah. With the, I like when with the whole uh, maggots. Yeah, this I love that scene. That grosses me out. (laughs) And It Part One. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, are we talking about the original TV series? Well, or, uh, both, both of them, yeah. I think. Part I two is obviously when they're adults, but part one, yeah. mm-hmm. in both of them, they're kids. Yep. So, I mean, that's all I got, unless you can think of something Yeah, you else. forgot Goonies. Oh, yeah, yeah Goonies. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> the, the most popular Goonies. one. The ultimate, yeah, Goonies. the ultimate kid adventure movie. Yeah, Goonies probably is the one of all those films is the best of all those films in my opinion what do you guys think i don't know it's so iconic it still holds up it's still infinitely watchable i would say that and stand by me are probably the Hmm. two top kid adventure movies i love stand by me but i still think the acting is better with the kids and goonies of those i like lost boys the best 
Okay. Boss Boys Matt. is great. Of course. Matt. What, what, Which one do you thought? like the best? I'd take Goonies. <laughs> and I mean, Kiefer's in two of those. And mm-hmm. yeah, Fel- he, Feldman's in two yeah. of those. Yeah, shit, that's true. Feldman was everywhere. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. I would, he would suck to hang out with, but I love the guy. I did. Yeah. Like having to like, like stay in a hotel room with him for like four hours, you would, I would probably jump out of the window. I would just yeah. end it. He seems like he would suck. Did you see when he re- tried to release like his own record yes. back in like <laughs> oh right. he does Michael Jackson dancing and sings? Oh yeah, terrible. yeah what wh- a badass! I saw him. Uh, well, I remember as a kid uh, that the movie uh, Dream a Little Dream. Yeah, of course. Yeah, he was in that. Yeah, he mm-hmm. did. He busted out some Michael Jackson mm-hmm. shit. One of the scenes when he was trying to get some license to drive with him and Haim. Haim and Haim. Yeah, it's like those two is a package deal. Yeah, hey, and the Corys, him man. And the two Corys. It's it's crazy to be that young and to be so, such a good actor because he was great. Mm-hmm. And then when you get older and people lose interest in you, not because you're a bad actor, but because they've lost interest in you. Yeah, there's just not that niche. Yeah. Like that would filled. Like I, I understand why his shit's been fucked up because like I don't know how you overcome that. And I think yeah. I don't Drug. know if he's okay now. But Drugs. It, dr- Oh yeah, cocaine. Drugs. Cocaine helps me feel better. Uh yeah. So let's talk about the characters and then think about all these other movies Doug named. We have uh Joe, and I wrote Joe, main kid. Yep. Um he's played by Joel uh Kortnev. Is that how you say his last name? Really? I have no idea. Kortnev. <laughs> I don't know how you say it. I mean, this, that was, it's the main kid, right? It's the, yeah, it was his kid. first mm-hmm. acting gig, right? Yeah. Because they wanted fresh face. Holy shit. Yeah. The cops he, he did kid. a great job. Uh, he did, yeah. He, the cops kid? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, th- like, this character, I felt, and the girl. Uh, Alice. Her, yeah, Alice. Yeah. Were lifted 100% from it. Because to have this, yeah. this weird budding romance of kids, they're thrown into adulthood early by death in the family billy from it yeah the broken home shit yep and then the alcoholic i guess abusive dad like he seemed like a good dad he just drank too much that's the thing i'm I'm gonna take care of you fragile i'm like okay jj's throwing in this we gotta have the trope of the poor dad that drinks too much yeah yeah and then the fact that everyone like shuns him because he's quote-unquote responsible for the death of joe's mom in the factory Right. Um, all he did was call out sick. <laughs> like, he's not driving the machinery that crushed her or whatever. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, <laughs> he's, he's like, just, what? I had a bad hangover. Yeah. It would be safer <laughs> like, for me not to be there. But the whole town just like shuns him now. Just, I don't know. He's pariah, I'm like, yeah. this is okay. That seems a little forced, but. Well, the outsiders and stand by me all have the drunk. Yep. Yep. Well, like all the kids come from mm-hmm. like drunk loser families, but Stand <laughs> yeah. By Me, mm-hmm. River Phoenix. I can't remember his character's name in Stand By Me, but his yeah. his family were kind of the messed up ones. Mm-hmm. So a lot of these, yeah. and it, of course. But like it, those two like have that romance, Beverly and Billy, I guess. And yeah, and these are the same like backgrounds for those kids. Anyway. Then we have, uh, we got Joe's dad. He's the cop. The cop. He's the sheriff. He's actually he's coach. Um, yeah, <laughs> he's he's played by Kyle Chandler. Uh, this guy, you guys recognize this Friday dude. Night Lights, like yep. a bunch of stuff. Yep. Classic everyman dad. He's in the yeah. new Godzilla movies. Mm-hmm. He's a serviceable actor. Yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd put he's him in a fine. movie. He could play any character. It's Plug fine. in dad-looking white dude. <laughs> he's got there. Yeah. He is. Yeah, he looks responsible. He just mm-hmm. looks like a responsible yeah. guy. Yeah. yeah, you know, I'd hire him. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Then we have Alice, who is played by is it L. 
Fanning. Elf, Elf yeah. Fanning. Yeah. yeah. Who's the only kid that I've seen in anything else. Yeah. Other than uh, Chubby Kid's sister, who was in the yeah. Goldbergs mm-hmm. and what's the other one? Schooled? Yeah. I think the Bucktooth kid was in the remake of Bad News Bears with Billy Bob Thornton. Oh, yeah. That's he the was. only place I've oh. seen him. He was in another movie. Mr. Ed? No, oh, oh, I remember. <laughs> like he was, he was an a ass- horse is a horse, of course. He was horse. an asshole kid, and the other kid who he was being an asshole to, his mom like approaches him and rips him an asshole and calls him a Tom Petty looking motherfucker. <laughs> oh, that's awesome! It's pretty accurate. He does look like. Tom I, I wrote yeah. his name is Ryan Lee, and I wrote AKA Mini Tom Petty. Yep. Yeah, and unfortunately, Tom Petty is a ugly man. Yeah, unfortunately. But talented, talented as shit. So yeah. hopefully uh, Ryan Lee is talented as shit. He's good in this movie. Yeah. He's a little pyromaniac. Mm-hmm. Kind of <laughs> an asshole. That kid. I'd hang out with that kid, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he seems fine. Him and the fat kid. I like that he's referred to as the fat kid. Yeah. We don't have that in movies anymore. No. No. Makes me sad. <laughs> we every, here, Here's the thing. When I grew up, we all had a friend that was the fat kid. Yep. But the thing is, they were still our friend. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, we, we didn't bully them. They're just we, everyone had a fat friend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I'm gonna get flamed for that. <laughs> I don't give a shit. <laughs> then we it's, got uh, we're inclusive. Yeah. We didn't care. Yeah. We've got Martin. He's the actor kid. He's played by Gabriel Basso. Uh, this this kid's in the movie, and he's pretty good. But they don't really utilize him. He's yeah. so the kids are making a film. He's like the lead actor in the film, and he's. One of, I don't know, one of the guys. He breaks his leg toward the end of the movie. Yeah. And not, no one cared when that happened. <laughs> yeah, they were just like, oh, broke his leg. Mm-hmm. Bye. And then we have uh, Lewis, who is Alice's drunk-ass dad, played by Ron Eldard. He sucks. He's not a great actor. No. I'm sorry. He, his hair and his sideburns are better than his acting. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> he looks like Harry from Dumb and Dumber. <laughs> yeah, oh, he, he does. does. He does. So here's the but thing. Like why, did, why did they cast this guy? They wanted him to be like the cool drunk dad. They just That's wanted. The they just like, had to find yeah. a guy that had the same hair. Like as he, wasn't that <laughs> dirt, he wasn't that dirt. He wasn't that dirt baggy. Like I know, like they, these movies, you gotta have like the shit on the poor dad with, you know, car parts in his front yeah. lawn. Yep. But he wasn't like, as far as I could tell, he wasn't abusive or anything. No. Like, yeah, he was. He was. He wasn't an absent father. He yeah. wasn't even like staggering around being out no. of control. No, like Slurring no, and... no one really feared him. They were all just assholes to him because he called out sick one day. Hey, he, he was, did show up to the. He right? did the right like, thing to show up at the, yeah. at the mom's, uh, whatever funeral mm-hmm. thing. Well, yeah. he did kill her. He did not kill her. He didn't. He <laughs> called out sick. Like, hey, it. she hey, covered. She should have paid attention in the training when it said, "Don't drop I beams on your <laughs> yeah. fucking head," because you know she's like, "Oh, I'll pull this lever and like yeah. you know, <laughs> okay. bonk." Okay, she, fair yeah, enough. She covered his shift. Like that's just yeah. Okay, sorry, that's enough. life. Yeah, and By the, death. By the way, that kid would be rich. Yeah, that's true. Anyways. <laughs> then we oh, yeah. have... we have <laughs> That company would have been paying out the ass. Yeah, we've got Colonel Nellick. Um, he's the, the baddie, and he's played by Fuck Noel marks. Emmerich. He's great, yeah. by the way. Yeah. He's a great bad guy. He, you just yeah. look at him, you hate him. Like, look at this pockmark guy. He's a pockmark guy that's from Truman Show. Yeah. 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 I would hang out with this dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you wouldn't. I would definitely take my beer to the bathroom with that guy sitting at my table. <laughs> <laughs> Shady, it's all I'm saying. Yeah, yeah he's he, he just he's one of those guys that just has that that bad guy look. Yeah, mm-hmm. he'd ream your 
the top of your bottle with his butthole or something. How about if we had Roofy. a movie where like he was like him and 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 old Mr. Ironsides were like oh, shit. like the <laughs> oh, big God. baddies. So good. Wouldn't that be cool? That'd be a yeah. dark movie. Would That'd be, be a dark so movie. many pock marks. Mm-hmm. It'd be amazing. <laughs> My, my, uh, my, the screen in which you watch it would have topography. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> then we have, uh, we've got Preston. He's the tattletale. He's played by Zach Mills. Again, barely utilized in the movie. Yeah. And, and this is my first issue with Super 8 is that the cast is just a little bit too big. Mm-hmm. I think it should be four kids um, yep. instead of like the six or seven. Um, just take some of those characters and kind of bring them together because we don't need yeah. this many kids. Agreed. They leaned like real hard into setting up all these classic tropes and yeah. then just like there was too much yeah like screw it and that's yeah like that's why stranger things kind of has the adult plot the kid plot right they have enough time to flesh those out this just kind of i think falls apart in the third act because of that it's a little too bloated agreed well the one thing that this does have in common with stranger things is the monster looks dumb in both yes. of them <laughs> looks like a big dumb video game monster yeah it's like it's like a weird like bat face looking, yeah, yeah. multi armed having mm-hmm. it thing. It's cool looking until you actually see it. Yeah, like yes. when you yeah. barely yeah. see glimpses of it, yeah. it's cool and creepy, and then you see its face, and you're like, I wouldn't be scared of this. Yeah, why? It's stupid. Yeah. Why do monsters in movies like post 2010 all look like this? They all have like yeah, the Cloverfield monster yeah. looks stupid like this. Stranger Things monster looks dumb like. Uh, the Quiet Place monsters oh, yeah. are Those really dumb. Stupid. They all just look, I don't know. They, they all look very much the less same too. monster. Mm-hmm. Always show yeah. less monster. Yeah. It must be a CGI thing. Cause How come think... no one's made a cooler oh, monster than, than the Xenomorphs from the Alien series? Right. Like, like literally, has anyone else? I don't But, but then so. again, that, that design was designed by a famous mm-hmm. artist, Yep. H.R. Geiger. Yeah. And... That dude is weird. He had so many penises in his uh, art and and stuff, and you're just like, oh, that's awesome. Oh, that's a giant dick. Great. What's the dead kid? Can't put that poster on my wall. They put that poster. Which one is that? It's the one with the little guy in the go kart from the parade. Right. Frankenchrist. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Frankenchrist. That's it. (laughs) Go pick up a Frankenchrist album and check out the inside picture from H.R. Geiger. A lot of sex. Yeah, he. uh, I, I had a I was at a uh, like Barnes and Noble and I looked at his complete works the book and yeah. I was just like oh 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 mm-hmm. shit <laughs> I shouldn't be looking at this a lot Ooh. of penetration yeah so Dicks for days. yeah if there's a great documentary on him actually that if you guys are interested in weird dicks and stuff weird dicks um, no he's he's actually a, a tremendous artist and it, it's about his last you know few years in life um, at his estate um, with his wife and it's he really interesting guy hmm. uh, but check that out anyways. So we've got a, a, a cast that's too large, but this movie has the same premise as all these movies we've talked about. A group of kids see something they shouldn't have, and they got to figure out essentially how to rescue their friend and save the day, mm-hmm. right? All the while yeah. keeping it from their pesky parents yep. because they're going to screw shit up. That's Trying to right. get shit done, mom and dad getting in the way. Hey, 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 I just thought of the connection between Adventures in Babysitting and this movie. Yeah. Thor. From Adventures in Babysitting, the car mechanic with his flowing blonde locks. Oh, my yes. God. <laughs> what in the hell? That's, that's a awesome. reach, but and okay. The dad. I'll, I'll take it. I'll take it. I will allow that, but that's quite a reach. <laughs> so the kids are filming this zombie movie. The the one kid loves, you know, Riley loves to make films. Mm-hmm. JJ Jr., right? 
an and, intense film. Yeah, and somehow he finds this yeah, cool older gonna... older girl to come make a movie with them. And I'm like, there's no way. Yeah. So they're filming the scene out by this old train station, and a train's coming, and the guy's like, oh, we got to get this in the film. So I already know what's going to happen before well, the first time I saw this. The camera's going to record everything. Yep. Anyways, the, the train's coming around the tracks. A car crashes into a train on purpose and derails it. Now, this train is going at like 800 miles an hour. <laughs> it's moving pretty fast. It's, uh, yeah, barreling. It, derailments are scary things. And you could have done the scene like a real derailment, and it probably would have been more terrifying. Yeah. Instead of like train cars flying through the air it's, and exploding. And I'm like, yeah, it was, too, it was too over the top. It's impressive. But yes, it was like very blow up -y. Like, like way too much for its own good. Like, right. and all the kids all of a sudden have like everywhere. dirt and shit on their faces, right. and they're running yeah. through the wreckage. I'm like, when a train derails, there's nothing to run through. That thing accordions up and fucking smashes everything in a yeah. 500 yard radi radius. Yeah, but in this film, all the cars just go flying well, in the air, and they just kept coming. Yeah. It was like they're getting bombed. J.J. Abrams should have watched The Fugitive before making this movie because that's a great example of a. Proper good train wreck, yeah, yeah. Proper train derailment. Yeah, yep. actually, yeah, it's a good point. I get it. He was kind of over the top, but I didn't think it worked. Mm -mm. Um, I, I thought the cube thing. So these trains crash, and there's these weird metal cubes. I was interested in that. I'm like, oh, what what are these? This is cool. No, that's an interesting yeah. uh, concept and, there. And, Another and, good and I like the element. Yeah, and JJ's good at, at bringing stuff, the initial idea, but then he just kind of, you know. It goes off the rails a little bit. Right? <laughs> yeah. It sure does. Hey, hey. It just doesn't bring it together. So that that's what this movie is. And so there's a monster, an alien, whatever you want to call it, that was on board the train. I, yeah. Yeah, it was in a car all to itself, I guess. Well, and, and so in the trailer, they actually show like this fist hitting the inside of the trailer, but mm -hmm. that's actually not in the film. No. Oh, really? I didn't see the trailer. Because all you see is the, the trailer showing the trailer. Yeah. Yeah, yeah the trailer showing the <laughs> Yeah, um, all you see is the door fly off, and it kind of implies that maybe something broke out. But yeah, it didn't have that cool shot yeah. from the the preview. I it's guess. Just weird. We'll I mean, <laughs> yeah. So there's an alien thing, and then it what it starts doing is rampaging through the town, and obviously it's very it it has a lot of energy, so it causes lights to flicker. And then there's the little one of the kids takes one of the little weird metal cubes. Um, Joe takes it and puts it in his room, and it does weird stuff. And we get this whole thing. So let's let's talk about before we. I don't need to talk anymore about the plot. You guys have seen these other movies. You've seen this movie, but mm -hmm. let's talk about JJ's problem with lens flares. Oh my god! Uh, <laughs> everyone's talked about this for years, but I yeah. I didn't remember how bad this movie was. This movie is what a joke. Yeah, lens it's, it's flare like the he movie. can't help himself. Yeah. Lens flare the movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, it's, it's great. so bad. Lens flares work if you show have one in a movie and it's usually when you're showing like like if you're like flying over earth and the sun comes up on one yeah. side then you get the lens flare right there, there's a lot of them in the star trek movie too yes there, yes, there are yeah well and initially that was a bad thing you didn't want no that. it's imperfection it's a it's right. a mistake and now uh, it's an artistic they're in a dark whatever. tunnel where there's monster things building yep. stuff and there's lens flares in fucking the fucking lens flare. in the dark it's like a, where is that light coming from it's off the top of the screen it's blue and i'm like that's irritating. Mm -hmm. There are more lens flares in this movie than fireflies. I have a fucking yeah. problem with that because this movie allegedly took place in Ohio. Allegedly. Yeah. You see yeah. the license plate. Where Fire was it filmed? Fireflies or like... I think it was filmed in Oregon. It was actually... No. Nope. Well, oh, well, wait. This movie was filmed in West Virginia, but it takes place in Ohio. Yeah. According to the script. Yeah. I've not yeah. spent a lot of time in Ohio. That's because you're a smart person. I've, hey, I've only right. been to I'm, Cedar Point. That's you know that Ohio has Ohio the I've most been. Bigfoot sightings of any state What's fucking wrong? Ohio. What's wrong with that? Because you guys are weird. That's I cool. You know, all right. I'm, 
I'm gonna it's have to look point, that up. I don't, that's I don't a point think for Ohio because Montana is a really big state, but there aren't a lot of people in Montana. I know there's tons of people in Ohio. Yeah, and Dude. there's a couple of trees. They're like Bigfoot right. must be high, behind lot, those trees. There's a lot of Bigfoot sightings here in Utah. Uh-huh. Yes, see? there's actually been a lot recently. And there's Northern Ohio and Southern Ohio. That's because Matt different. came back. <laughs> you know, oh yeah, the oh. correlation. People is there. see Matt running around the neighborhood like Bigfoot. Well, Matt Sorry, is Matt. also a Bigfoot believer. We. I was gonna say I'm not. Are I'm you not, a member of Beefro? I'm not. No, but I go there regularly because it's entertaining. You got me hooked on that years ago. Like an A, dude. So there's a there's a thing called Beefro, and it's Bigfoot Hunters, right? Bfro.org for anybody listening yeah, and, and caring. And so Matt told I mean, me about it like 10 years ago, or probably longer than that. And for like months, I was so interested in all that dumb bullshit. <laughs> it's awesome. These people in their pseudoscience, it's all, yeah, it's so entertaining. Check it out. For real. Tell you what, you, you talk are. shit on Bigfoot, but when you're out hiking all alone, you're going to get the I, weirdies. I do have a confession to make. So ah. Last night, I'm up in Midway, Utah, driving home at 11 o'clock at night yeah. in the mountains. And I'm like, man, if I see Bigfoot, I got to tell Matt. And that's going <laughs> to be... damn right you do. And I know. you have to register it on BFRO. I, I, well, I'm just like, what kind of weird stuff am I going to run into out here? Because I'm also on like a gravel road. And, it's yeah. going to happen. Man, nothing, nothing was yeah, out you, there, guys. You'll see it one. Deer and skunks. Beefro and, reminds me of Beefarino. What a delicious cuisine, you know. <laughs> oh, gross. <laughs> There's the Seinfeld reference. Yeah, gross. Yeah. How did, were we talking about lens flares, then we talked about train wrecks, and then we talked about West Virginia guys? I don't know where we're at. Because yeah, we can't uh, stay off J.J. Abrams' lack of vision. Yeah. yeah it's he's, he's so competent, but he's just not delivering he, us he the original really content. He really is. A, it's he's weird. a great it's filmmaker a... if you want your film to look really pretty. Yeah. Other yeah. than the no. lens flares. I think we all have a complicated relationship with Mr. Abrams, don't uh, yeah. we? His set yeah. design seems pretty good, too. Like, I appreciated the... His craft is really good. He, yeah. he focuses on little details that are important. He does a lot of, a lot of great things. But, but he is a time. bad, bad man. That's also yes. <laughs> He's a bad, bad. His man. company was his company's bad robot. Yeah. 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 Oh, awesome. is that the which link is there? That, which is a cool little graphic and mm-hmm. oh, it's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. All of his movies. I'm just thinking about Star Wars right now, and it's like oh, fuck. I got like a tear. We're not doing Star Wars. I know, but I'd rather do Star Wars. We're than never this. gonna do Star Wars. Because yeah. isn't it more of a fantasy than sci-fi? It's a, I I consider well, it's not sci-fi at all. It's fantasy, but it, it, well, I don't want to take my it, nerd as my, it has my spaceships, there. but it's not fucking sci-fi. Sci-fi is based in reality. Star Wars is even of this universe, man. Sci-fi is meant to warn us or yeah. something. Yeah, I don't know. It's about human consequence and other things. This is Star Wars is just a space opera, man. Oh, it's just a spaceship. It's not sci-fi. Why having a spaceship does not make something science fiction? It but takes you onto that path. Do you consider Alien sci-fi or horror? Good question. The first one is horror. The yes. second one is sci-fi. Okay. The third one is horror. Poop. There's, there's also watch yourself, Josh. Hey, hey we're gonna cover I'll Alien Three. I'll come here, right over there. I like weeks. Alien Three, yeah. but of the of the three, it's the, it's the well. Poop. Don't forget about the fourth one. Yeah, that one's also poop, but also hey, a so, lot of so Gornia Weaver's really good in it. Winona Ryder. Guys, I'm we're, sorry. We're Back to Super track. Eight. We're not talking about Super, Super eight. eight. So it's like it's like someone's meatloaf. That's not your grandma's meatloaf. You eat it, you're like, oh, it's good. It's meatloaf, but yeah. it's not the it's not the one I'm fucking meatloaf. Yeah, that's this movie, right? I think it's I like it. But it's yeah. it's not Stand by Me. It's not Goonies. It's no. not as good as those. It, it evokes to be. It evokes it, those yeah, for yeah. sure. But, yeah. Yes. Let's also talk about. So Steven Spielberg. Uh, he, I believe he was a, a producer on mm-hmm. this. And it's like JJ got permission to steal all Steven Spielberg <laughs> shit. <laughs> He's even like, hey, Mr. Spielberg, can I just throw in real quick that the alien can like, you know, sync up to humans' brains and emotions yeah. just from touching There's them? Always that. Yeah. yeah. 
because let's just let's just tick that box, right? And that's all this movie is is a bunch of like okay, stuff did, we've seen. Did we tick that box? Okay, well, let's do that real quick in the third act. Oh, did we? That, yeah. that whole he is me and I am him. That, yeah. Like you said about, about things unfulfilled, there was, that was not necessary. No, not that at all. That added nothing. Yeah, like that character, the, the Why derailed this, the train. The, like, yeah, the, there's, there's an teacher. interesting thing there, but <laughs> yeah. they don't give enough of that. Like, I didn't care. And I think we're supposed to sympathize with the monster at the end of this movie, but I didn't. Because, I wanted it to die. No. Yeah, because it's... Die with fire. At first, it's a Jurassic Park movie, and it's destroying everything. And then the kid is who like, directed Jurassic Park, <laughs> right? <laughs> Weird. Stephen Spielberg. Uh, but but oh. then the kids kind of sympathize Steven with it, and Seagal. she's like, "He just wants to go home." I'm like, "Oh, wait, we're doing ET now." Okay. Who directed ET? <laughs> right? Like it's huh. it's yeah. Where's, that, where's the Jaws reference? That's what I want to know. Mm. There's got to be. I didn't. Sure. I'll, I'll give you time to think about I it. I didn't focus hard enough, but the uh, the Jaws reference is the forest. That's the ocean, and the creature is in the ocean, yeah. unseen. And then every now and then it emerges and kills. He's subterranean. Right. Right? I like it. Matt. I like it. <laughs> He's that subterranean. Is, oh, oh, yeah. oh, the the whole subterranean thing. Come on. Yeah. Why? Oh, it it just lives hey, underground. Hey, hey. God damn, he can dig though. He's a hell of an that's excavator, like, man. That's like pitch black, where those things live underground ah, during the day. Pit, hey, pitch black. I actually like that good. movie. That's a good movie, and it's dumb, and yeah, I love it's it. Dumb. And Vin Diesel's so bad in everything. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> oh but he's good in pitch black. I love you pitch need black. a terrible guy like him in, mm-hmm. in a movie like that. That's his best movie. We yeah. should well, do Pitch Black. Isn't there three of them? Yeah, there's Chronicles of Riddick, and then, and then there's, there's Riddick, which Riddick. is actually good too. Chronicles. Wait, which one Chronicles is? I don't think sucks. I've seen Riddick. It's it's newer. But yeah. is it awesome? Yeah. Stupid. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, it's like on par with Pitch Black. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Pitch Black is like dumb and awesome at the same time. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. But aren't those things subterranean? They live underground mm-hmm. during the day and then they come out. Yeah, because the light like kills them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so there you go. Okay. Abrams. Super eight. Abrams. So Pitch Black. Abrams, come on, man. Get some original content. So he also here's another thing. Like he introduces what should be kind of a, a MacGuffin in the cube that the boy steals. Yeah. Right. And it never like no one's ever really searching around for that. That's never become it, like a it, real it, plot it, point, you know. The whole point of this film is initially we think is to find that last cube. Yeah. Because it's some important military thing. But then you we forget about that. Well that's the thing. We we do see what the cubes are used for, and mm-hmm. actually when you line all the cubes, a power source makes them turn into this awesome mm-hmm. alien spacecraft yeah. yeah and then if you cut the power off or whatever all the cubes fall down in our cubes again yep. but like you said they nothing why it would have been cool like if they figured that out earlier on in the movie sympathized with the monster earlier on in the movie and had to get this cube to him to finish his ship or something where yeah where the kids kind of have to work together to do that instead they're just running from tanks and Army guys, and <laughs> yeah. There's yeah. So the the army essentially at some point they set this wildfire to chase every to get everyone to evacuate the town so they can go in and find this creature. Mm-hmm. And the kids end up sneaking back into the town, and all of a sudden there's these army tanks that are supposed to be finding this alien. But what is really weird, and Matt and I talked about this briefly, is the army tanks are shooting in every direction, and there's children running in front of them with with other soldiers, and they just ignore <laughs> the kids. <laughs> Well, isn't well, the guy the, said that they were misfiring because the alien was controlling them. them. But I think the aliens controlling. But all I had of them, to rewind. That's why they're misfiring yeah. and they're but, going all whoa, over whoa, the place. Whoa, whoa. Yeah. What? The yeah, guy says, did I miss that? The yeah. guy says they're all misfiring. 
I missed but, that. And but, it's because, yeah, the electronics. So, so there is that. There, but the, but okay, the soldiers. What, what year did this movie take place? 79. Uh, 79. Okay. So the electronics were making these analog machines misfire. Yeah, that's. Yeah. <laughs> JJ, you dummy. <laughs> Come on, man. An M60 tank of that era was not going to... It was controlled by a freaking little... You could hand-crake the turret. Well, and in addition to that, the soldiers themselves were running around willy-nilly. Yeah, it was shooting like it was all Multiple fronts. Yeah. You hand-load that. That's not an auto-loading tank. But we'll give it this. It, it looked cool. Yeah. yeah, it did look like it, chaos. Yeah, it did look so cool. So what are you going to do? They were like, more it pyrotechnics. Looked like yeah. a war zone, which was the intent, I guess. JJ, research like your tank worlds? technology, please. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it reminded me a lot of War of the Worlds. Yeah. The Spielberg one. Oh, yeah. yeah. Which yeah. was fine. Yeah. Uh, one question I have oh, for... Oh, was it Dakota Fanning in there? Yes, she, she was. was. There you go. I've got a question for you guys and for our listeners. When the subterranean alien creature is cocooning people, mm-hmm. um, is he eating them? Did good, he eat a person? Good, good I question. I, I don't know. Because they, looked like they he were was all still to. alive. But I thought, didn't he like look like he was going to eat one? And then that's why they mm-hmm. were nervous about saving their friend Alice who was abducted. Yeah. And the, and the one kid commented, like, didn't he say something like, oh, he just ate that yeah. person or something? I don't know. So I don't have any uh, yeah. sympathy for this creature. No. I want it to die with fire. Like yeah. I said, I don't like it. Yeah. At this point, it's Pennywise. Yeah. Like, yeah. this is, we're now it. In because the, isn't the heart that what of the Pennywise but, does yes, with he does. He cocoons. Yeah. But if you're the alien, you're strong as shit. I mean, think about how it's been treated. I'd be pissed off too. I would kill. I would it didn't too. kill the kids. Yeah, left the kid. No. I mean, it, it it totally could have towards so, the end there. So, pardon me for my uh, misremembering. I haven't seen this movie in a long time. But District Nine, isn't that aren't the aliens in District Nine similar to this, where all they're trying to do is get home? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Which well, took place first, this no, or the, District Nine? Dis- which uh, came out first. This came out in 2011. District Nine, similar time. Yeah, it was around the same time. Well, District Nine, yeah, they're not true. all trying to get home because there's different level. They're hive creatures, so mm-hmm. there's some that are, you know. Well, and some are hybrids that, because they've turned the humans into mm-hmm. aliens, right? Yep. District Nine was 2009, by the way. Oh, it mm-hmm. was first. JJ, come on, man. Which and it's also a better movie, but yeah, yeah I love that movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Academy Award nominated District Nine. Mm-hmm. So again, I, I don't hate this movie at all, but when I when I just really look into it, the, the deeper I look into it, the more you know yeah. dirt I find. Right? Yeah. Oh, this house looks great. Let's buy it. But first, let's have the inspection. Oh shit! And then you find all the shit wrong with it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's kind of like this movie. But if it's on, I'll probably still watch it. I, the yeah. banter with the kids is pretty funny. I think the kids are great. Mm-hmm. They're the best part of the movie. Agreed. Sure. Agreed. Way yeah. better than the adults. Way better than the alien. Way better than the goddamn lens flares. Well, they're way better than the alien when you see the alien. The alien is awesome up until you see Yeah, the alien's it. cool yeah. when it's Jurassic Park style, just kind of in the background eating right. things. Like, that's rad. But, yeah, once it once it shows its face, you're like, hmm, looks uh, like a PlayStation 1 game. You're a bat-faced, <laughs> dumb-looking alien with stupid eyes. Yeah. 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 yeah, or did were the eyes just purposely there to convey emotion or something? Yeah, so it did that weird thing where it's looking at him and does the weird eye thing. I'm like, really? <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah, well, how much money this really cost? Derpy. Yeah, it, yeah, it didn't look very good. Yeah, and I think another mistake that this movie makes is having the adults know more than the kids the whole movie. Like, right? Like, yeah. Are, you know, are we rooting for the cop here who's trying to figure it all out? Because he's also kind of a an underdog at this point. When, that, when the sheriff and... is taken at the beginning, 
This movie would have been a lot better if the sheriff wasn't taken, but scared so bad he couldn't perform his duties. Yeah. But when it started taking things, yeah, then you are rooting for the cop. Mm-hmm. You are. I was rooting for the army. Yeah. Yeah. Then they even do the the old trope of uh, knock out one of the army guys and take his wear his costume yeah, we, or his uniform. So yeah. We, we've seen that in many movies. My yeah. favorite sequence of that was, of course, Star Wars: A New yeah. Hope. Right. Also, Indiana Jones when he when he beats the shit out of the guy in the sub pen. Right. Mm-hmm. And yes. takes his Nazi, yep. Nazi uniform. Let's let's talk about a, a cool character, Indiana Jones. <laughs> yeah. God damn. Who who did Indiana Jones? Hmm. JJ, why? <laughs> why would you do this? So yeah, it's like at the end, I'm like, okay, was this? Like- oh, wait, how much shit did he take from Steven Spielberg? <laughs> Every single All thing in this fucking movie was something that Steven Spielberg did. Yeah. Well, he didn't do Pitch Black. That's true. <laughs> no, he didn't. But. Imagine if Steven Spielberg did pitch Steven black. Spielberg is great, right? I don't. I, we can all appreciate his large body of work. He's got some great things. So why not understand why he was great and then stand on his shoulders to make your thing great? Yeah. Don't take all his shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Filmmakers build off of other filmmakers, but they don't directly steal from them in, in this way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's weird. It's but that's like, why we like it. It's like a, it's a big patchwork quilt of like all these Spielberg setups and that just don't meet at the end very smooth. Yeah. It's yeah. I bet you in a fist fight right now Spielberg would whoop JJ's ass. <laughs> <laughs> he'd throw he'd first he'd come in with a jab and then he'd right cross JJ right out and he'd stand over his body and be like, I'm the master. How old is Spielberg now? Old oh, enough to kick God. JJ's ass. Seventies for sure. Yeah. Hmm. Again, I think, I think Spielberg would kill him with words. <laughs> he'd, he'd, he'd kill him by not using lens flares. <laughs> Can I also ask a question? Did you guys notice Pillsbury food sticks? Is that a real thing? Oh, I didn't know. The little kid, the little fat kid's room has them like just sitting on the floor. I'm like, oh, what no is shit. a food no. stick? Pillsbury I wasn't alive in 1979, and I don't either. remember that, so I don't know. If anyone remembers Pillsbury food sticks, sorry, weird. We're, we're, we're gonna, we're gonna, like, hey, we're gonna, the the food stick, guys. We're gonna make a little transition here because I'm, I'm getting really uh, frothy at the mouth, being angry with JJ, and I don't hate JJ. <laughs> so let's change gears here. And Doug, let's talk about the music in this movie. Yeah, yeah. which is a real bright spot in the movie. It is, and the one, of, like the second scene in the movie, great song, first song in the movie. What is it? Don't let me down. <laughs> Yeah. By ELO. So Electric Light Orchestra is a tremendous band. If you mm-hmm. have not heard them, please download their greatest hits. Yeah. Cammy and What's I your went... favorite ELO song? Um, oh, please. Mr. Blue Sky. Yes. Mr. Blue I love Sky. that. I love Do Ya. Nice. It's fantastic. Cammy and I went and saw them a couple years ago in Tacoma, and they were awesome. Really? Is, they, they're so, it's such a theatrical sound they mm-hmm. have, and it's super great. So varied and. Also a very important member of Traveling Wilburys. True. One fifth of that super group. What else we got? We got uh, Bye, Bye Love, by The Cars. <laughs> That's a great song. Yeah. The Cars, also a tremendous band. Yes. Uh, great production value in their early records. Holy shit, listen to that. Rick Ocasek went on to be a producer of many albums, including what, Josh? The Blue. Yeah, Blue album <laughs> by nice. Weezer. Nice. Yeah. And then we moved on to my Sharona. I mean, I, 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 I can't, or I can't, iconic song. Did they have any other songs? 
I don't know. I think it's an annoying song, but it's fine. <laughs> it's not a great song, but when you hear it, you're like, yeah, this is yeah, fine. It's, it's a it's a banger, you, as you, they say. Yeah, you when it's on, you like sing to it, mm-hmm. right? It easy by Lionel Richie, which was I that Lionel Richie? Was that the Commodores? Lionel Richie. Is that a Commodore song or Lionel Richie song? I think it's Lionel Richie. Is it or uh, he, is that on his first album? Or, no, I thought that was maybe it's Commodores, but he wrote it. Oh, well, I mean, it's Lionel Richie. I mean, he wrote everything, but. Lionel Richie's awesome. Oh, too. what a feeling when you're dancing on the ceiling. Yeah. Oh, What's your favorite Lionel Richie song? My favorite Lionel Richie song. Oh man. That's tough. He's got. So I many I good love ones. um the one with the music video where the blind girl like makes his face oh, in the clay. <laughs> that, uh, that thing is fucking creepy. It as is hell. <laughs> oh, that song it doesn't is, even uh, look like him. What is that freaking song? I I can't think of it. I know the video. It'll come to you. <laughs> is it say you say me? Say you, say me. No, it's not. Always, naturally. Hello. Oh, it's hello. 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 Guys, listeners, listeners, pause this stupid ass podcast and go search Lionel Richie. Hello. Watch the video. It's fucking hilarious. I don't think anybody watched your Billy Ocean video. What I did after after last episode, I watched it, and it is, it it really is like most likely Cantina. Yeah. Thank you for watching crazy, it, Hey, Hey, video. listeners, when we tell you to watch shit, you should do it. Yeah, it's more important than whatever we're doing. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> what else we got? Heart of Glass by Blondie. Love Blondie. Me too. Me too. I saw Blondie in concert up in Park City 20 years ago. Yeah. Fucking awesome. It, I, I, I love her, her voice, and I love that when she sings, her mouth doesn't move that much when she sings. Man. Just watch, she's like... And it does, there's like no movement in her face. But she's very, very expressive eyes still. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Then you had Silly Love Songs by Wings. Never been a, you're a Beatles huge, or a... You're a huge Wings fan. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Live and Let Die is a tremendous hey, song. That's true. I think I think it is too, and I like Guns N' Roses' version better. Dude, are you fucking serious? Yes. Fuck no. Matt, Wings or Guns N' Roses, Live and Let Die? Not gonna like my answer, Ken. Just give me your fucking answer. <laughs> Guns and Roses, baby. Josh. Flash. I honestly think I've only ever heard the Guns and Roses version. <laughs> oh my god. Hey, I want I want our our social media team here to do a poll on who likes what version people like better. All right. It's a GNR song as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> wow. Live and let die. It's wow. <clears throat> great. Sorry, Ken. I mean, my version is great. They're both versions. Here's the thing. I love the. I love both versions. I just think Wings is better. Anyways, Left Freak by Chic. Oh, I so I have that record sitting right over here. Um, I love the album artwork. Put it on. Yeah, that's another awesome band. Freak out. Let free. <laughs> freak out. Okay, sorry. That's it. Nice. That's, that's all. But they are all great songs, and they all came out right in right around that time. 1979. So uh, he did his homework in that regard. He had nothing to do with the songs in this movie. <laughs> all right, kidding? whatever. J.J. Abrams, what do you think he listens to? Like, what is in his car right now? Oh, I don't know. I bet you he listens to Imagine Dragons. Oh, oh God. God. Yeah. He's like, guys, you hear this new album? It's They're by a little safe. band called Imagine Dragons. They're great. 21 Pilots. Oh, jeez. I don't know. He probably likes classic rock, too. No, he doesn't. I was going to, like, bread. He, he yeah. loves okay. He loves bread, air bread. supply, bread, bread okay. and air supply. I like. Yeah. I don't mind air. I'm supply, not sure. So. Just okay. the safest, most non-offensive music <laughs> you can think of. That's what he listens no, R- to. No, Richard Marx. I bet you Richard he's a Richard Marx tattoo on his lower back. 
Oh, God. Right? Tramp stamp? Yeah. Michael, Richard Michael Bolton. Face. Michael Bolton. Yeah. He probably went through a little phase in college. How old is J.J. Abrams? 50? I don't know. I bet he's closer to our 60? age. 60? I thought he was like 13. <laughs> 13? 56. He looks like 56. a little dork. We're, we're looking it up, folks. He is. 56. He was born in 1966. Hmm. Interesting. I'm not doing any math. I'm close. He's 50-something. Oh, that's good, Ken. Thanks, Not quite 60, though, right? Nope. Because numbers. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, math is not my strong suit. He's in his 50s. Jesus Christ, what? Born in New York City, raised in L.A., the son of TV producer parents. Oh, jeez. He planned on going to dental school, but this died at... Of course he did. A fucking court. <laughs> Guys, well, I really like uh, incisors. Uh, you know what? I'm going to make movies instead. I like teeth. I always wanted to do, to do a Colgate commercial featuring aliens and lens flares. <laughs> JJ is a nerd. Teeth yes. are my thing. Oh, God. You, you just reading that did not make me like him <laughs> no, anymore. He's, uh, everyone's like, hey, JJ, what's your favorite food? He's like, well, I really like burgers. <laughs> Anyone who says they like burgers, you don't like. Spaghetti's pretty good. Is that really an answer he gave? Uh, no, I don't know. Oh, do you know what I think I... Medical. Do you know what I bet I have in common with JJ Abrams? <laughs> he likes corn, but not corn on the cob. He has to have it cut off because it gets in his teeth. Oh, um, yeah, he's that guy. Yeah, that's me. I don't what? know. I'm the same. Oh. I, Okay. J.J. Abrams, I don't think, would ever have a pet because they're too dirty. They're too messy. I don't yeah. trust. You think you'd have an aquarium? No. No. He makes enough of his own poo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, boy. That's good. You know, J.J., you know, it's like I said, J.J. Abrams is that guy that you know, but you don't care to talk to. You're like, oh, yeah, I remember that guy. Yeah. Yeah. He's the rich yeah. kid with good toys. So you just go play with them, and then you're like, there's no substance here. Yeah. You're like, hey, thanks for letting me play for your G.I. Joe aircraft carrier. But hey, that brings back memories of my childhood because I had one of those WWF wrestling rings. You were the kid with the ring? Yeah, and all the kids would come over to my house and play my play with my WWF ring. Who was your favorite character? My my favorite your wrestler? Figure. Yeah, your favorite wrestling Oh, figure. Junkyard Dog. Hells yes. <laughs> I had the Junkyard Dog. Cool. I, I also loved Earthquake, but I never had an Earthquake figure. Um, I have a uh, a Hacksaw Jim Duggan. I love Hacksaw, uh, too. Actual original figure from that set. That That's was awesome. Yeah. Is that the I thing s- that like shook in the like the ring? No, no it, it just had just real ropes. Oh, okay. And it had the ropes around <laughs> Because it. those figures were made out of like molded. Yeah. They were heavy. You could like hurt your friends with them, right? Mm-hmm, they were yeah. heavy. <laughs> what, you I... just like like slingshot them at each other on the ropes? <laughs> yeah, kind yeah. of. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> Do you have the Ultimate Warrior? Um, he was my no, no, no. I had Hogan, Macho Man. No, I Whoa. had Valentine. Of course, I had British uh, Bulldog. Nope. Mm. Superfly. Nope. I had the Green Tongue guy. George Animal Steel. Yes, Rick, George Animal Steel. Rick I had Flair. Big fat guy. There's a bunch of big fat guys. <laughs> the, did you have the Bushwhacker tag team set? They no. came as a two pack. No. Nope. The Iron Sheik. I still have, Iron Sheik was. The I shit. did. I did have Iron Sheik. And I had the USSR guy. What was his name? Oh shit! I forgot um, that guy. That guy him was and that guy Iron was Sheik that guy buddies. scared me as a kid. I'm like that guy could kill me and my entire yeah, family. Him, him and Iron Sheik were buddies. I actually still have a few of these, and I recently sent this figure, Terry Funk, to my friend Brent cool. in Kansas City because he's a Terry Funk guy. I, I like that we're we're having more fun talking about your toys in this <laughs> yeah. movie. I think I had 
or a friend had the Ultimate Warrior like body pillow for kids. Oh yeah, <laughs> remember those? Yes. Oh shit. Those, I never had one of those, but they were my friends all had them. Pillow buddies. And you could pillow pillows. You could. You would, you would, you would elbow that. drop them off yeah. like the top of your bunk bed, yep. and yeah. yeah. Then Matt used to hump his. <laughs> You're not he's, supposed to talk. About he's like, that. oh, Hulk oh, Hogan. I had some of those figures Pin that had like now. the action moves. I had the Jake the Snake where his arm retracted and, and sprung punched. forward. Yeah. And, oh, nice. I had some of those. Cool. Wow. Probably still around my mom and stepdad. They, they should have had some of those figures in this movie, but they didn't. The one kid does, like paints trains, and there's that whole. There's always a movie Dude, with a kid that's really good at making models. Yeah. I I totally re- I remember I had those paints. I was one of those kids the, where the, the testers when he was talking about dry brushing. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> I know what that is. I know. Yeah. I can, I'm a nerd. I can almost smell the paint now. Yeah. Oh. I, my, my my favorite model as a kid was making a a, a Messerschmitt. Oh, Me 109. Yeah, I did. I love did, that uh, warships and cars. USS Missouri. I did that. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Did you do the, the string? The string with the flags on it. That was a pain in the ass. Well, yeah, it was a pain in the ass. My brother was better at it than I was, but my brother was more anal. Yeah, he was a numbers guy. Mm. Of course, pi is three point one four and more digits. <laughs> yeah, I just painted like D and D D and D figures. Yeah. Oh no shit! It's, it's, I I yeah, I still do. Oh, so you're you're a much higher level of nerd, of nerd than I yeah. am. Are oh, you I didn't know still that. Still a D and D guy. You still do D and D? Um, my kids tried it. And they liked it, but uh, we kind of just lost interest. I've never uh, once played D and don't understand it. I just pl- seems like playing like an imaginary board game. Why not it just is. punch your friend in the arm real hard and then just fight each other? That's what we would do. Yeah. I mean, I get the appeal of D and D. No, I think it it yeah. seems awesome, but then when I watch people trying to play it, I'm like, no, fuck that. No, like don't. when it takes three hours to set it up, yeah, like, your character and stuff. Then you're like, hmm. So, so Josh, usually isn't so worth Josh, it. are you usually the dungeon master? I this is on this is like my first time really getting into it was with my kids. I never played as a kid. Liar. I'm serious. And yes, I am DMing this one, <laughs> and I don't know how good I'm doing, but whatever. Nice. Nice. So how do you so when you play that game, like how do you determine what happened? Like my my mage uses his arc of light power to destroy your goblin. Like how does that work? You so roll, you, do you roll dice? You roll and dice, shit? yeah. But right. do yeah. you just name like the make shit up? Die. You look at what you've like unlocked and shit. And as the DM, you can be like, uh, there's a there's a dildo on the ground that you can use that as a sword now. Like you can just you can just it's make all up whatever. Yeah. I pick up my two sided dildo yeah. sword and I strike down. The, yeah, yep. but um. I don't know. There's books that say like you can give your characters this spell as an as a yeah a reward for killing this. And, and you use those massive die fucker. with like eighty five sides. Mm-hmm. It's like it's, it's, oh, it's so right. big it looks like a ball. Yeah, yeah. But it's I don't the know. same die that you used in uh, categories. Numbers instead of letters. Yeah. Uh, Can we talk? Can I say something? Can I toot my own horn about categories? And I'd like to play with you because I think you would be good. I have not lost. In categories in twenty years. I don't even know what the fuck you're talking about. I the game. I have categories at my house. Uh, yeah. You never played categories? No, obviously not. I don't know what the hell you're talking <laughs> I don't about. Know. You see, Matt has been living as as Kramer for so long. <laughs> fuck. He is you so out your... of touch with categories. Is a staple of family entertainment since like 1984. I don't have kids. You no don't... shit. I played it before. I had fucking. Uh, do kids. you have a Japanese tourist sleeping in your dresser right now? Oh my god. <laughs> no. <laughs> yes, you do. No, I don't. But I did have. I did have occupants in the residence in Ohio. Ken knows about this. Hey, yeah. Kramer played Risk. Yeah, that's true. Uh, yes, him and Newman played Risk. Yeah. yeah I've, I've played Risk. I've played Risk with yeah. Matt. 
So he oh, does play Risk. So you oh, are yeah. and, and that other shit. What was that other? That other one was fun. Uh, Risk Legacy. Yeah. Yeah, that yeah, was great that game. Was good. That's good yeah. And Matt can hold down a job. No, I'm just I usually. <laughs> Matt's awesome. I just I'm just surprised he hasn't heard us categories. That's all. No, I haven't heard us categories. You would be really good at. I it. do That's my own shit, man. I don't know what the fuck that is. <laughs> okay. I don't know how you missed categories. It's, it's like yeah, right, wait, 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 what? What is this Big Mac you all speak of? <laughs> That's a uh, what? That's fair. Remember, it reminds me of uh oh fuck Donnie Darko. Remember when when you you put on Donnie Darko and I was like. Man, Jake Gyllenhaal was it? I was, I was completely in like, the dark. What the fuck? Like, man, he looks so young here. And you guys are like, you fucking idiot! It's been out for a while. And I'm like, wait, what is this movie? How did, like how did I miss old. this? Totally, I was just like, wow, Jake Gyllenhaal looks really young. They 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 did that de aging technology on him for that movie. <laughs> that movie, I, 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 that movie came out at like the perfect time for me as a snooty college film dork. Because like the, I was that age when that movie came oh, out. Gotcha. So you, you were like, like brooding I, over that in Eternal Sunshine of the yes, Spotless yep, Mind. Those, oh, those and two, Garden exactly. State. Yep. Oh, God. oh, fuck God. Garden State. I never liked that one. Guys, but like Little Miss Sunshine, that kind of uh, shit. Uh, <laughs> I, you know, I like Donnie Darko. I, I love that Patrick Swayze's in it and he plays a creeper. And there's so much good in that movie. But I, exactly I don't know if I dare watch it again. What you just described, I remember living through people like yeah. that. Like, oh, the greatest movie ever made just came out, guys. Yeah. I was in college and I rented it. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, uh, Donnie Darko. And one because like it's almost as good as Citizen Kane. What? <laughs> Just, when people Jesus. talk like that, you're like, shut the fuck oh. up, dummies. Yeah, weird movies came out around that time, like Magnolia. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Where you could just like yep. act like such a pompous asshole because yeah. you liked something. Because you liked something. I mean, ultimately, that happens to so many things, right? I, that's you know, that's life, isn't it? I don't like movies because I feel like I have to like them. Yeah. I like them because they either make you feel a certain way or they right. provide you with some that's like, why our podcast is different guys or they're fun we don't give a shit yeah <laughs> like, i mean that's why tens of you listen to us <laughs> thank you <laughs> tens of tens yeah. oh and i want to give a shout out i went to a concert this last week i went and saw the descendants the descendants oh, which are oh, a band lucky. that josh and i really love your favorite band yeah. right yeah, jo- josh's favorite band and you know they probably reside in my top 15 nice but uh i met an individual who loves our podcast at this concert what her name is mindy smith and she was cool as fuck mindy thank you yeah thanks for uh hanging out with me at the descendants mindy do you hate doug and like the rest of us more because he sucks on this podcast so hard (laughs) the worst He's terrible. He's almost as bad as producer. Oh, the only reason I'm on this off. is because it was my idea. <laughs> they can't kick me off. If they could, I'd be gone. Guys, again, we're not talking about this dumbass movie that we, we kind of like. Keep derailing. It, this movie is is not bad enough to totally like have disdain for it, but not good enough for us to give a shit to talk about yeah, it. Yeah, it's too easy to pick apart, yep. just, but I will give it this. It is a lot of fun. Agreed. Yeah. Like, <laughs> one one quick sidestep. We're all wearing graphic tees today. Matt yeah. has a custom made badass shirt. But let me yeah, see, pull that awesome. shirt up. He's wearing this kick ass Kenny Rogers shirt. <laughs> it's so cool. Did you did you do that? No, it's the fans of Breaking Bad would oh, recognize it. Oh, that's right. In a heartbeat. Yes. That's yeah. right. Yeah. It's a great shirt. Mm-hmm. Great shirt. I thought you were gonna make a hilarious one too. Well, yeah, I could. I mean, yeah. <laughs> hey, you're wearing a Star Wars tee. It's it's mine is a. Uh, it says fly casual. Yeah, nice little reference there, mm-hmm. bitches. I, that's one of my favorite ships, if not my favorite ship. Oh, the uh, the Imperial, the Imperial Lambda class mm-hmm. shuttle, motherfuckers. Yeah, yeah, I love that Imperial nice. shuttle. So I would cool. like to see a whole movie about a Lambda class shuttle modified battling a B wing. Matt, what do you think about the B wing? 
Fine. You're an A-wing Fine. guy, aren't you? Uh, I like spaceships that I couldn't fit in. The A-wing is great. It's small and fast. Of course, I just, I just like the Luke Skywalker ship. I love the snowspeeders, That snow would be the X-wing. Too. The snowspeeders are cool as shit. Vader's TIE fighter was in this movie. Yes, it was. It was a model hanging. In oh, the was it? I didn't, I didn't oh, see no that. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. That's cool. You're wearing a, a BMX. The classic, yeah, yeah. My witchcraft Satan BMX crossover. <laughs> BM Hex gang. Yeah. Cool hey, shirt. D- Doug is, is wearing the coolest shirt here. Um, I don't know. That Kenny Rogers shirt is no, pretty badass. You're wearing, a, you're wearing an Iron Maiden shirt. <laughs> That's true. And Iron know. Maiden has always had the best goddamn marketing, the best logo, best shirt, best merc. Yes. Boom, Iron Maiden. Yep. It's uh, Good jams, too. From a matter of life and death. Hills. Yeah. Love Iron Maiden. I do too. Shout out to Iron Maiden. Yeah. Iron Maiden, if you listen, which we know you don't. because Bruce Dickinson has a tattoo of our logo on his arm now. When he does the trooper, he shows his arm. He's like, horrified podcast. I, I hear that our podcast really helped him through his uh, mouth cancer did. treatments. It did. What's your favorite Maiden We're song? Here to serve. Oh, uh, the trooper. Oh, yeah. Are you, I mean. I like that. And I also like Hallowed Be Thy Name. Yeah, yeah it's great. Matt, do you wasted, have a favorite Maiden song? Years. I'm tired of your goddamn pop quizzes, man. I like <laughs> I like Iron Maiden. I don't. I, I, I don't I, like them enough I'm to not know gonna, any of their music. Though. I'm not going to pull out my phone so you can just be like, "Hey, listeners, like, Matt's pulling up the, his phone." The, right the Wraith Child is your favorite. Yeah, probably. Like with Billy Idol. Yeah. Anyways, guys, that was an honest answer, though. Guys, we're get we are so far in the weeds I in this know. episode. <laughs> if if you hate when we're in the weeds, please tell us. If you love it, don't tell us because we'll never talk about yeah. what we're supposed to talk let, about. Let again. us know if you like these types of discussions where we suit. Gush about other things and yeah. well, that's, shit on things we don't and like. And that's what this movie kind of does. It, it evokes... Other things. Yeah, other things that we do like. like what's Steven's, going on on Mars? In a mediocre... Yeah. Steven Spielberg things. <laughs> in a mediocre presentation. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Guys, Super 8. I actually recommend that you watch the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't hate it. I didn't like it as much as the first time I saw it, but it, it makes me remember things that I liked about Steven Spielberg. I J.J., Sorry, I talked a lot of shit about you. I actually think you're a good filmmaker. You just need someone in your department to be like, hey, enough with the lens flares. Hey, yes. stop stealing shit. Hey, hey get better le- scripts. At least he's not Rob Zombie. Hey, oh, dude. Oh, shit. <laughs> so, yeah, I give this movie um, I give this movie a solid one thumb up. Like, yeah, see it. You'll probably like it. Done. Yeah. I, I mean, I picked this movie. I like it. Why did you pick this movie? Because you knew we would have this fucked up discussion. Good choice, man. I mean... I picked it because I thought it would be an interesting conversation. Yeah. And yeah. I think it has been. I really like the cast. I think the kids in it are great, which I could admire anybody that makes a movie with kids in it because it's an absolute nightmare to make a movie with kids. Good point. Because there are so many laws surrounding labor and all that shit. So Sorry. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, I like I like this movie. I'd give it uh you know, three, three out of five. Three out of five. Yeah, I think it's, I think it's entertaining enough. Yeah. You know, if you can overlook all the things the, we the just lack, talked about, the lack of originality, and overlook how stupid the monster looks, and just watch it for the performances and. Josh. Uh yeah, this movie's a, a smelly poo. It's a polished, <laughs> a polished nice looking smelly poo. Smelly poo, but yeah, it is a lot of fun. You know, it it, it does evoke a lot of childhood memories if you grew up. In those times, and yeah, if you grew up in the movies. '90s and 2000s, you're gonna be like, "What the <laughs> fuck is this stupid ass shit?" <laughs> yep. Yeah. But um, yeah, I give it two horny kids and a fat kid. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, what do you got? Um, yeah, I liked it. It's uh, like you touched on uh, feelings of nostalgia, so I was kind of torn because I definitely appreciate uh, 
Goonies, uh, Stand By Me, and those kinds of movies. But I tried not to let those feelings of nostalgia influence my opinion of this movie because it is. It's a repurposed formula. Although, again, set design, well done. Yeah. But, um, I mean, Bigfoot does a much better job of blending with society, <laughs> obviously. And um, where, oh. do you, where do you stand on Loch Ness Monster? Oh, Man, that's a good. Um, wow, that's a curveball. <laughs> I think Loch Ness. I, I don't. I don't think there is a Loch Ness monster. You just think it's like a bunch of floating logs. I think so. Yeah, yeah I think, I so. think I mean, it's a lot of mistaken identity. Yeah, I think it's a bunch of drunk people thinking Mis- they see shit in the water. Misidentified floatsome. I there think could, is what there, we're dealing with. There. Like in the Great Lakes and those types of lakes, there definitely could be shit that uh, we've never seen. Not but in Lake Erie. It's not deep enough. Fuck you. Fun fact: uh, if you look up Lake Erie. You will see, you look on the web, there is people out there, they're trying to float the whole Lake Erie monster, because there right. have been sightings of floatsome, I think. Yeah. I don't know. It's not deep enough. It's deep enough. <laughs> Fuck. Isn't it like... It's couple, not a pond. A couple hundred feet deep. <laughs> and then some, Doug. Yeah. Well, but, that's fun. There should be a monster. Lake, lake Michigan's just it, a much better Rally lake. around. That's that's did you, did, no, did you catch... Oh, that's fun. No, there should be a monster. It's be. a big it's body fun. of water. It's fun. It'd be good for the tourists. Yeah. Great upsell. We should do that. Hey, <laughs> Cleveland is on that lake, so it's got to be great. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Again, no, Lake I mean, Erie. Hey, I love Lake Erie. I do. No, I'm you sorry. don't. That's I, fine. I'm Cedar Point is on that it, lake. It, it is. Hey, you know, Chicago has a great lake right in front of it. You know what partially what makes it so fucking great? The Michigan It's side. named after. <laughs> it's named after the great state of Michigan. Yeah. There's no goddamn Lake Illinois. I'm sure there's a small one somewhere. Yeah. Well, Lake oh, Champlain. I'll fly out there and take a leak. Then there will be. How about that? <laughs> It'll still be deeper than Lake Erie. God it. It'll be. All right. Uh, I get fucked. Sorry. All right. Yeah. Three naked aliens out of five. Okay. <laughs> so, sorry about the. Uh, naked ones. Solid. Sorry about this episode, guys. But thanks for listening to the Horrify podcast. And uh, we think you should see this movie. And until next time. Bye. Bye. Love. Bye.